Welcome to the poker table. Welcome to another episode of the poker table. I'm Michelle and I'm here with Connor. Hey. And Austin. Greetings. <laughs> Today, I thought it would be fun for us to do our AMAs, right? Because we do a ton of AMAs. And I thought it would be nice to have all of this in like a recorded place where people can come ask. Because I feel like we get a lot of the same questions too, anytime we do an AMA. So I guess the first one we're going to start off with would be, could you please tell us the story behind the name of your project? How did you get the inspiration to build your project? I, I can tell you the name portion. Um, and then Connor and I can both tell you the same thing about the inspiration. So for the name portion, originally we were going to go with Polkadot. However, Polygon came out much faster and the integration was fast, or was mm -hmm. generally uh, better for us for when we plan on releasing. But the pun still kind of works, right? We still plan on using Polkadot as well in the future for some things, but they have to fully release first. Um, as for the inspiration, um, well, we didn't, uh, we didn't actually come up with the idea. Me and Connor were, uh, were not the founders. Our founder was our CEO, Min, and he had the grand idea, uh, I think, while playing poker himself. Yeah. I do think he enjoys, he and his brother like poker, so. Uh, they are, they are your stereotypical poker players, from what I understand. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So next question. What are your main features that distinguish you from other projects and what competitive advantages do you have? Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> Connor, Connor, I think this is yours. This is your. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I can try. I can try and answer this one, I guess. Uh, I think the first thing that sets us apart would be the fact that the game is built on Unreal Engine. Uh, mm -hmm. so, you, know, you know, there are hundreds of online poker games that people can play. Uh, you know, some of them are good, some of them are terrible. But in the end, uh, one thing that's lacking on the majority is the you know the graphics side. So having to completely gamify the experience and have it in Unreal Engine, so we have you know really really I know we use the word immersive graphics a lot, but it really is immersive graphics. Uh, I think that's probably the first thing that sets it apart. Uh, and then the fact that not only that we're play to earn, um, mm -hmm. so we're a gaming download executable you know you got all the graphics as well but we're an nft play to own game so you can use your nft in the game people can sit play for fun earn the nfts play use them in the game to earn more take them out of the game trade them on the marketplace buy them in the marketplace bring them back into the game uh so it's like a completely different experience to any of the other sort of online poker platforms that are there right now there's a lot of there are a lot of good poker platforms, a lot of bad ones, uh, but I don't think there's anything quite like poker. Yeah, yeah, at least not right now. Okay, um, can you tell us about your upcoming roadmap? And I know that we have a ro roadmap on our website, but I do think people like hearing it. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, I can take the short term roadmap. Um, so. By the time this comes out, we should actually be in the early access stages of uh, the poker game. Uh, that should be around the 14th. People should already have emails in their inboxes at this point. But coming up after that, we still have a Q1 release plan for the full game. 
um, along with uh, mobile development is being initiated right after that, along with an NFT marketplace coming in Q2, as well as some merchandise coming in Q2. So that's kind of our short term. Um, for long term, you know, obviously in the next two to three years, um, we have a bunch of stuff planned, including other games, you know, metaverse experiences and all that good stuff. But keep your eyes on the on the horizon for that. Yeah, I'm so excited. It feels like it's been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. You know. Alrighty, we, we need that dub. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Could you tell us a bit about the tokenomics of your project? Probably. Um, <laughs> Just maybe. Uh, I'm guessing uh, some people who listening to this or watching have seen that the tokenomics did change. Uh, we initially had a completely different resting schedule. Um, tokens have already would have been unlocked. Uh, the company never actually moved any of those tokens. Um, and a couple of months back, uh, we have you know updated the tokenomics completely. Uh, all team operations, uh, all token allocations, vesting periods have been extended to between 30 months and I think, yeah, and 60 months, so uh, five years. This is obviously you know, vesting over five years. We just want to prove that the company is not going to sell the tokens. Um, <laughs> it's not in our interest. We're not here just to rug pull. We're here just to stay for the long term. Uh, once poker's out, that's great, but we don't continue to plan on just releasing the game and stopping. Um, we've managed to move a bigger proportion of the tokens also to rewards. Uh, so before there was 10% as a reserve and rewards, that's no longer reserve, that's only for rewards. So all of that will go into staking pools, uh, whether that's PKR, PKR, whether that's rewards in-game at a later point, whether that's rewards for other games, whether that's you know NFT staking in the future. But all of that will end up back in the community. So I think we've managed to prove that you know, you know, we have massively extended our vesting. And we have managed to give a bit more back onto the community side as well. So hopefully that gives a sense of security uh, to everyone. Cool. I feel like this is kind of like in line with the other questions, but how do you prove to people that poker is a real project? And I I feel like Connor did talk about it a bit too. Yeah, the the game is like out out there on YouTube, uh, some of our our social medias. it exists and people have played it. It's kind of hard to deny the existence and deny that we're a real project when we had a product exist in real space with about 500 people interacting with it. So nothing left mm-hmm. to prove at this point, really. Yeah, agreed. All right, this is a good one. Would NFT or PKR tokens form the core of the game ecosystem? PKR primary use is for the past. Burn method NFT is what it says. Further, what is the NFT supply flow? Is it going to be constrained or limited, or will it also have a burn method? This, so, okay, it's kind of like two questions there, I guess. So was one of them the use cases for PKR? Was that correct? I'm thinking so. Yeah, I think that's one of them was. And then one of the NFTs. And like, how will they, which will be the main one used in the game? So uh, PKR is going to be used, okay, yeah, kind of correct what they said, the PKR pass is going to be one of the primary uses for PKR. However, it's not going to be the only use. Uh, People are going to be able to buy play chips with PKR. We're also going to have an in-game currency 
which people can use mm -hmm. by accessories using the marketplace, which will be called PKRX. Uh, to buy PKRX is going to be one-to-one -one with PKR. So if you want 1,000 PKRX in-game, you're going to have to deposit 1,000 PKR to receive them to use in-game. Uh, so we've got the PKR pass, we've got PKRX, we've got the play chips, uh, and of course we still have the staking uh, ongoing. Uh, so PKR kind of has those four use cases just at the time being. Um, and for sure, there'll be more to come later as well. Regarding the NFTs, it's going to be a fixed amount. Uh, so we're not just going to be continuously minting. There'll be a fixed supply. Uh, mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, if, if we just kept creating more and more, uh, the value is just going to go down. Having that fixed number you know, increases the scarcity. Uh, and we'll, you know, for people who do want to use it as a play-to-win function to sell the NFTs, that's important for them. With the NFT, within the game itself, the main functionality is going to be the NFTs. PKR, once you're in the game, you know, your PKR then has not got the huge amount of use. You've got your PKRX to use, but it's going to be all about the NFTs. And, you know, you can deploy your NFT, change the dealer, change the XP you're going to be earning within the game, level up faster. Uh, and then you can always take the NFT out of the game, sell it, swap it, buy another one, bring that one in. So... The ecosystem around poker, you know, is really built around PKR as a token. But within the game, I think the focus is sort of, is much more on the the NFT side of that. Mm -hmm. um, this was a, this was asked when I was doing like the Twitter Spaces AMAs, uh, which I thought was a pretty solid question. Um, which is, what steps are you taking to avoid hacking? As recently, hackers have been very active. Well, hacking our game in itself. Um would probably prove pretty difficult. You know, we have done our pen testing in the past with a, what was it, Quinell, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it went pretty swimmingly. Uh, nothing really was found that was a, like a backend um, error with, you know, being able to duplicate, you know, systems in our game. So um, we have done our due diligence on that. You know, otherwise, um, we try our best to keep our community, um, I don't want to say sheltered, mm -hmm. but, you know, contained, you know, this is what poker is doing. Let people know exactly what we're, what we're putting our ventures into. And so people know that, all right, this could be legitimate um, when we're working with these, sort of, uh, you know, this collection of either individuals, projects, companies, et cetera. Uh, Connor, do you have anything to add to that? I think I got everything, though. Yeah, I think the only thing would be just on the, the blockchain side is that we are looking, we will have full audit on all the smart contracts as well. Uh, we already have oh, yeah. our smart contract audited, uh, audited by Bayerson, uh, and we'll run one more, one more full audit on the smart contract side as well uh, before the full launch. Any thoughts of having custom wearable NFTs? Uh, yeah, there's been thoughts of like wearable NFTs like on your characters, but if you're talking about like real-world items that are also NFTs, I mean... That would be awesome, and that's something that we've actually talked about in the past. Um, I guess I can talk a little bit about it, specifically for like playing cards, you know, because we're poker. Um, but nothing um, about like real world items um, at the moment. However, our NFTs do have outfits you can choose and that you can lock in game for different benefits. So, yeah, wearable items on NFTs in the game that exists. Awesome.
Let's see if I have any others. Oh, there's always questions about marketing. They're always like, what kind of marketing? When are you going to do marketing? <laughs> um, and I guess I could answer that one. Um, you know, we do pretty consistent marketing across the board. Um, and there is going to be a lot more that comes out as we get closer to the game launch. You know, we have some paid ads that we do, but we also um, have PR that, you know, we have as well as, you know, we do SEO and there's some other things in the works that I can't really share yet because it's a surprise. Um, but yeah, you know, we're doing our best to make sure that people who don't know about the game are finding out, right? I mean, this podcast is one of them, you know, trying to reach a wider audience, you know, different audience than who is already following us um, and following the project. Um, so I hope that's a decent answer. I think that's good. People. Yeah. I also think people need to remember that we do, a, there is a lot of marketing going on, but there's only a limited amount of marketing that we can do when we're pointing to people to a website that doesn't have the game on it. Yeah. You know, yeah. at the moment, the game is, the moment the game is live, this changes everything. But at this point, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're still a couple of weeks away from that. Well, maybe not mm-hmm. anymore. Um, but uh, when you're pointing people where a website where all you can do is sign up, uh, you know, yeah. there's a it's a different kind of marketing. So mm-hmm. uh, I understand people where is marketing. Yes, we're not putting out YouTube videos every every week right now. Uh, but at the same yeah. time, you know, uh, I think people are, expectations are a little bit is different in the crypto space. Uh, so yeah, people don't always see what we are doing. Uh, but rest mm-hmm. assured, like Michelle said, we are doing a lot of marketing. Uh, we are looking on the SEO side. Uh, and once the game is live and we have the product, you know, that visible to everyone, then that will change completely. Yeah. And I do think that it's good for people who aren't in marketing to know that, you know, like YouTubers, like, you know, influencers aren't everything, right? Like they aren't just the one form of guerrilla marketing that we do. Mm-hmm. We have multiple. And I always do remind people that I'm not trying, like, if you have been, you know, you, if you've known about the game and the project for a while. Like, I'm not trying to target you. Like, I'm not trying to reach out to you because you are already invested. You are already interested, right? The goal is to get that wider audience who doesn't know, right? Outside of this, you know, this little, this awesome community that we've already built. It's trying to get more people into our community. So that's kind of what I've been focused on. And yeah, uh, I'm thinking by the time this episode runs, people will see more, more, you know, more of the heavier marketing that we're doing, right? But, you know, we have been marketing and we're continuing to do things. Uh, I'm constantly trying to think outside the box so that we're not just doing the redundant same old, same old that everybody else is doing. Um, You know, just because it's there doesn't mean it always works well, right? So it's always about trying to um, find better ways and find more clever ways to reach more people, you know? So, yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. And the the big thing is as well, like we're also, you know, we are going to NFPLA. That's a form yeah. of marketing in and of itself. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. So. And it's not only this. like just there, you know, we're not only going to be there doing NFTLA marketing, which we are going to be doing, but we're also going to be like live streaming and doing a lot of things so that it's branching out from just that space. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to be doing multiple things to make sure people know that we're there, but also to show um, the Internet audience, if you will. Um, what we're doing there and all that cool stuff. So, 
Do you guys have any questions that you think I forgot? Because you have done a lot of AMAs. So I'm thinking there have been some rhetorical. Yeah, Connor, there you go. <laughs> when Binance. <laughs> wow, Mike, that's a good question. Yes, um, yes. When Binance is an awesome question. Thank you for asking. You know, I like <laughs> to ask myself every time, every night, when Binance myself. And that's my motivator to get up and, you know, really grind and really go, go hard into the project so i can tell i can ask myself when binance every night and go forward I, you're welcome for the question or the answer <laughs> <laughs> and i will we say what like connor said when the game comes out oh, yeah. right like when, once our game comes out and people can see our use case for what we're doing like it's going to become way easier for us to break through these like barriers that are set in place so yeah, that's why it's not only the investors or anybody who's interested in the project like we genuinely are very, very excited that we are finally getting to that point. So, you know, we are right there with you. Any other questions that you think I forgot? When Coinbase? <laughs> I, when Lambo. I mean, that's another good one. I mean, we should, it's probably not going to be a Lambo, guys. Maybe like a 2006 Corolla. <laughs> Damn it. I'm out. No, aim high. <laughs> aim high. I think a good one that people used to ask, but not so much anymore, because we answered a lot, was uh, just about the patents and their, their utilization. Mm. Um, essentially, they're just for like uh, assuring randomness and assuring fairness in the game. At some point, we plan on also, and I don't know how far away this is, like making a user interface where people can actually do, you know, audits of the game. Um, but again, that is down the line. Don't know exactly when that's coming. Um, if anyone here is, if anyone watching has played League of Legends, it's essentially the uh, the op.gg of uh, poker games. So it's like a stat tracker almost. Now I need to go look up League of Legends. Yeah, no idea what you just said, but it sounds good, Austin. <laughs> Thank you. Mm -hmm. Appreciate Agreed. it. Agreed. The four Agreed. people that understand what I'm saying uh, will love it. <laughs> no more questions? Uh, I think you covered most things there, Michelle. Okay, awesome. All right, then we will end it here. Thank you all so much for listening. Make sure to like and subscribe uh, to our channel to make sure that you are getting the updates anytime we uh, post any new episodes. And we will check in with you next week. Bye. See ya. Later.